Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and thank you as always for tuning in to Radio Harambe, the companion podcast to our website, jumboeveryone.com. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, the cold and blustery Radio Harambe studios. And joining me in studio today, yes, he's back from his tour of the subcontinent, wherever else he was. He was it's in Vegas, actually. <laughs> Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Good jumbo, Dave. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Um, We wanted to jump in with news here. Before I get into the news, what I did want to say uh, was we plan on our next show, and maybe multiple shows, depending on how this uh, goes, uh, to be listener questions. This is kind of what I always look forward to, uh, answering these questions from you guys. Um, And I just wanted to let people know that you can submit your questions. We do our very darndest to answer every single one of them. Um, You know, regardless... all of the good ones, right? Should I? I should say. Well, I if you're gonna so, right. if you're gonna write me, you know, questions like what color pants? For example, <laughs> a friend of the show, Howie, uh, already because I already put this out on Twitter as uh, you know, so we have a handful of questions already. Asked right. me we'll, if we will be painting ourselves blue the next time we're down there to see Avatar Land. Right. See that, that question we will not be answering. That's that, and that's that's just on the border. Anything stupider than that, you can be sure we wouldn't answer. Because obviously we are. At least that one's Animal <laughs> Kingdom related. That's you true. Know. So anyway, lunch, Animal Kingdom lunch. Uh, there, right. So so if you want to get your question read, um, there's a couple ways you can do it. You can email me at jomboeveryone at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter. Mike is at Jumbo Everyone. I'm at Radio Harambe. You can either tweet us at either of those, or you certainly can instant message us if you want to do that as well. Um, you can also do so through um, Facebook. Go to JumboEveryone.com. You find the link to the Facebook page, and there you have it. So questions for the next show, please feel free to uh, ask us any Animal Kingdom or Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge or any, any kind of Disney question alone. I mean, I think we've... We fielded Star Wars questions in the past, and we, we have, I believe so. Okay, and we, I'm always willing to do that. So feel free to ask whatever it is is on your mind, and we will do our darndest to answer them. But today, we have a lot of news. We certainly, have a lot of news from the Animal Kingdom, and um, we're 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 ratcheting up the Pandora news for sure. And uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about on that. Um, but. Before I do that, let's get through a couple of news items not Pandora-related. First, Mike, I believe the Rivers of Light is a success. So far, anyway, yeah. Uh, It is being well-received. It is being well-attended. That's true. I haven't heard anybody who's... Oh, I've heard lukewarm reviews. Lukewarm worst right a little kind of it's kind of boring kind of thing yeah. not like the the jungle book where why did, oh, no, why no, did no, i stand no, in no, line no, for no, this no, right no, no not that right. bad no so um <laughs> i mean I, and 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 i think that i you know I, maybe i didn't mention this or put it like this but i think i felt from watching it that yes the, the person looking for and we we said this the person looking for your your typical nighttime spectacular disney style um this may not appeal to that person. No, I, right. I, so, I so, compared it from Illuminations is a roller coaster for nighttime attractions. This is a pleasant boat ride of nighttime attractions. Right. That's exactly what you said. Right. Um, 
So uh, I could see where there would be some criticism, though I think it's the best nighttime show they've ever done. But neither here nor there. <laughs> we got um, to fight again? No, no. I just that's what I'm saying. Uh, and that's fine. It, it feels it seems as though a lot of people are agreeing with that because now yes. it looks like we are adding. A second show. We discussed this last time. We thought they would have two shows just sort of at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe during the um, real heavy time period. Uh, now they have put added two shows. Pretty much began last week. And it's going to go all the way through the 22nd of April. Yes, that does include some very busy times. It also includes some not very busy times. However, um, go but there's going to be two shows every night. Not No, not every night. They're still not doing it every night. They're still doing, I think it's Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturday, and Sunday. I oh, think. but two shows for the performance. But, uh, yeah. Right. For the nights they do do it, right, there right, will right. always be two shows. That is what I meant to say. Okay. There's going to be two shows in each one of those times. I think it um, goes nightly. I'm sorry, Dave, for interrupt. I think it goes nightly come May, I think. Something like uh, that. Yeah. Um, but they have, have they said that yet? Yeah. If you go on the app, you'll be able to find out exactly, you know, just okay. looking at the shows. It, in in a couple of months' time, and I think they were trying to sort of gradually work their way up to this, but certainly by the time Pandora right. opens, it is going to be a nightly show, and, and we, I assume twice nights, and probably then, twice a night, certainly during um, the summer anyway. Maybe yeah. when maybe when the crowds slow down in September or whatever, they might maybe they'll go back down, maybe to, a little bit, but well, they'll 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 go back down to to Tuesday, Thursdays, maybe that's that, what pro- I mean. probably that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. That's what I would think. I mean, they did that with Phantasmic. Right? True. They have done that at Fantasmic. Yeah. That failed miserably, the Fantasmic thing, because people were not there at night anymore those nights. Right. And people were angry. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they were. Yeah, people were mad. It's hard to go from a nightly thing to a non-nightly thing, because as hard as it is for all of us listening and talking here to believe, not everybody reads the Disney Parks blog. Not everybody reads no. WDW Magic. And no, they show up, they book their... Yeah, they and they think it's going to be there. Wednesday. Right, right. They right, show up on right. Wednesdays. And they're waiting for a fan. Then they find out. And if they went a couple years ago and Fantasmic was playing every night, they're just going to assume that's the case again. And they're not going to look it up. And who would? Right. And if they buy a uh, non-park hopper pass, then you're in big trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're in big trouble. Although I will say I was there one night when they were not playing Fantasmic at night. And it was this is obviously before the other fireworks shows and all that. Right. It was quiet. It was very nice, to be honest. It was a very nice evening. <laughs> I know. But go I ahead. Know. I know. Because it, 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 the Fantasmic does turn it into a, a, a zoo over This there, is quite sure. a few years ago. The kids were little. Yeah. So this has got to yeah. be 10 years ago. And it's ago, like please. a stampede getting out. It's, 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 yeah, I agree. Anyway, um, so our next and last, I believe, non-Avatar related piece of news is... The Smiling Crocodile. Yes. Now, I, had this. I bet many of you are saying to yourself, what in God's name is the Smiling Crocodile? Well, that's a good question because really you shouldn't know unless you're Mike and uh, <laughs> and you actually come up with the names of all the little kiosks and you have them committed to memory. Um, it is the kiosk across from the Tough to Be a Bug entrance. Right by Flame Tray, correct. And it has changed its food menu quite a few times. So tell us what the new. Now we are doing basically half sandwich BLTs. Open face, one slice of bread. There's the monkeys. I'm sorry <laughs> about that. It's one slice of bread with, uh, I think they had a turkey one. I had a um, a cheese one with bacon on it. It was like an open face BLT. It was, right. it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and it's a snack credit for people who care about that. I never do, but I mean, people, people do. do. Yeah, people do. Believe it's a me, solid lunch do. for just a snack credit. It always surprises me how many times I'm there and I hear people talk, trying to negotiate their credits for these things. Yeah. I mean, it happens a lot. Um, anyway, the last um, news item we're going to say here in the top of the show before we go to world news and then come back with our serious Pandora stuff okay. um, is Avatar related, but... It's also food-related. Uh, <laughs> We're going to do that? Okay. Yes, let's do that first. Um, it gets a mention later on as well, but let's let's delve into it a little bit more here. Sure. And then we're going to save um, the next thing. Actually, I have another story after this we'll do. Okay. Uh, Disney has released the uh, menu, essentially, for the... Uh, restaurants at the Avatar well, Land. Not well, the not menu. the menu, but some some uh, select items. A, yes, a taste of what you're going to have. Right. Uh, how do you say it? 
The Satuli Canteen? The Satuli Canteen. I, I, I could be totally wrong, but right? that's what I'm going right? with. Uh, it's supposed to be the mess hall, right? That's been uh, that of the yarn. We talked about this. Yes. Um, they give a little bit more description here. Yep. They talk about a lot more. The story uh, behind it. Yep. Right. There's a story behind it. It's the old mess hall that's been sort of taken over by mm-hmm. the Navi. You're going to have a lot of decoration. So it's going to be a blending of the, uh, you know, the Ultarian kind of. Sure. Mess hall kind of look with with right native gotcha weavings and things a clash like that. of decor is how right. you put it. Right. Um, there's going to be a blues blueberry cheesecake, which is very Star Trekky and looking. It's very Star Trek, bright blue round yeah. glob with a some sort of compote on top. I forget what passion fruit or peach. Or they like their compote. Yes. Um, uh, also going to be lots of, what, what did you write here? Disney promises place will offer a dish is heavy on wholesome grains, fresh vegetables, and lots of protein. Right. So this is going to be like vegetarian, you think? Bordering? No, 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 no. All the pictures that I saw, then they showed pictures of about three items. Uh, one was obviously a piece of fish over like whole grain rice, kind of. Um, another one was, it almost looked like some sort of steak dish. The other one could it was other some other kind of meat. It was either lamb or steak or something like that. Um, so uh, no, not vegetarian. And the way they have it set up, at least in the pictures, they were on um, you know plates that did not look like something you would get in a counter service. It looked right. like a sit down kind of place. Right. Um, and we also the items there. And we also have some more information on the drinks for those of us into our adult beverages. Um, and this is going to be at Pangu Pangu. Which means party, party. Boy, that really does sound African uh, in the Navi language. It does, actually, yeah. The bar will be operated by the Nomad Lounge. And like Nomad, there which, will be lots of fun fix, uh, mixed drinks, which it can only be a good thing. Disney has not published that it's run by the Nomad Lounge. I found that out myself. Okay. Uh, there will also be indigenous beers. Yeah, I saw a beer flight. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's you know Safari Amber or something. One of those yeah, I mean, no what idea. else could it be? Yeah. I mean, is Disney going to brew their own beers for this? Well, I mean, they've had a few like that. I mean, the Congolusha Ale over at the Nomad Lounge sure. as well is brewed specifically. I mean, it's brewed by an outside brewing company, but it's brewed specifically. So maybe they'll license somebody maybe. To, to brew two or three different... Could be. Sure, absolutely. Why not? Navi beers. Right. The, 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 I, do you think the Navi are drinkers? Uh, what else are they going to do? <laughs> they don't have TV. They don't have movie theaters. <laughs> they don't have casinos. Great point. Uh, there's going to be frozen cocktail. <laughs> there's also a treat called the Lumpia. Which is a crispy pineapple cream cheese, which yeah, they tried on the shoe. That's a TV show on ABC, it I is? believe. Okay, with like famous chefs who I can't name right now. I have no idea. Ate Never heard some of, of the lumpia, lump, lumpia, or whatever it was. I'll tell you, this is a dopey name for a show, but okay. Chew, chew. I think it's a take on the View, which we'll be talking. Oh, about. It's like four people sitting around, isn't but these that are all chefs. Cute. I got you. Okay, so one, so one last story here. Okay. Uh, an, another not so big story because we kind of we could probably could have guessed this. Um, we now have the height requirements for the upcoming Avatar attraction. As this kind of stuff gets kind of uploaded to the websites, and right. attraction information comes. They have this stuff. Um, as we could have guessed, the boat ride has uh, no such limitations. Sure. Um, however, the height requirement for uh, the, the the flight of passage, right. the Banshee e-ticket ride, is forty four inches, um, which is that the same as a roller coaster, a, a big roller coaster. Right. It's not. I mean, yeah. uh, Splash Mountain's forty, Big mm-hmm. Thunder's forty, but Space and Everest are forty four. There you go. So so you're so you're you know this is a thrill ride well so to it speak. really depends i mean it, it could be one of two functions one it could be the thrill uh, the, the whatever it, know, the thrill can i good what it means is there's restraints right well certainly for that yeah. right and the well, restraints so- and the restraints have have to do are, are then what has to do with this with the sure. size sure because soren you can't have somebody flying out of the restraints right soren and this always gets compared to soren supposed to be sort of the same kind of technology but right. different Ride vehicles, for lack of a better term, um, is 40 inches. So this is 44. Now it yeah. could be a combination of the thrill factor as well as, but it certainly has to do with the restraints because Primeval World is 48 exactly. inches, and that's not nearly as thrilling as right. Expedition Everest. It has to do with the restraints, but right. it does mean that there are restraints, which means that there is a thrilling aspect to the motion. Sure. Of the vehicle itself. That's all I meant to say. Um, or it's up in the air and they don't want people like jumping out. And we also know these are both going to be fast pass options. Yes. Which we could just have assumed. Um, so, 
with that, mm-hmm. before we really delve into Avatar, let's go into the world news. You got seven minutes. <laughs> That's better than uh... <laughs> The Sam Eagle. Uh, Dave, the Magic Kingdom's Tomorrowland opened a new coffee kiosk for Joffrey's. Joffrey's Revive is now open. The aesthetic of it is quite pleasing. It looks like old Tomorrowland, really. And it serves your typical coffee and teas from Joffrey's, but it also has a couple of um, site specific um, items, such as the S'mores Latte. Um, so that open, you can get Joffrey's Coffee um, over at Tomorrowland now. No, it's very exciting. Dave, this is interesting. After 19 years and over 10 million guests, La Nuba by Cirque del Soleil will come to a close later this year over at Disney Springs. The last show will take place on New Year's Eve, December 31, obviously 2017. No replacement has been announced, but already the Cirque, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Jerry Nadal. Yeah, I don't know. Who is the vice president of uh, one of the vice presidents, Cirque du Soleil, has already been talking about, we can't wait to to show you what's coming up. So obviously they're just replacing it. Um, Perhaps it'll be Love, the Beatles one I recently saw. (laughs) Please let it be that. Have you seen that? Yes. Don't you think it was a little long? No. It was an hour and a half. Mike, I thought it was glorious. You did? I thought it was miraculous. I thought the... Miraculous? I thought it was incredible. It was one... And and, and I can't... You know me. I can't stand stuff like that. Interesting. But the way they... The, the the way they visualize the songs okay was just I'd, I'd never seen anybody do anything like that with music that's not theirs sure. I've seen people visualize their own music very well in a lot of different ways you know we've all seen great music videos or musical movies or things like that uh, but I've never seen anybody take a canon of music like they did mm-hmm. and just sort of add to it with the visuals. Oh well, I'm, I and, mean, and yeah. and the sound in in the arena w- was just breathtaking. I mean, it was like, he yes. c- couldn't believe it. Excellent I mean, sound. It was it was a fun show. I liked it a lot. Um, I thought it was a little long. Oh, you're crazy. It was an hour and a half. I, if you're it crazy. was shaved to like an hour, it could have been three hours, and I would have been happy. Oh, with see, it. That's <laughs> you're crazy. Well, then you need an intermission at least. Give me something. <laughs> no, you don't need an intermission. But would, I you be, it. would you have an inter- if you were going I to very, see a concert and it went it. for two hours? Would you say, "Oh, I really need an intermission there"? Because it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm sounding like I didn't enjoy it because I loved it. I thought it, it was, was great, wonderful, it was fabulous, and we can only hope that's what's coming. I'm sure it's not. No, but maybe it'll be something like that. Maybe, but I bet you it's not. Maybe it'll be Rolling Stones. Uh, I don't know. I can't imagine that. Aerosmith bring rock and roller coaster no, over to. There's, there's <laughs> very, there's very few people who have. The the Beatles. I don't want to get too much into this, but the no, okay. the Beatles have such a um, diverse um, sure. musical um, canon. There's sure, so sure. many different sounds. There's so many things you could choose from. I mean, they could gone so many different ways with that. You know, sure. In some of the places, I'll, if I'm were digging for a criticism, in some of the places where they tried to tell a story that sort of fused everything together. Uh, that didn't work. Uh, okay, that that was a stretch. And in some of the kind of like more mop top Beatles stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the earlier things, um, yeah, it was a little um, you know difficult for them. But man, when they got into things like no, it was fantastic. Like the was benefit of Mr. Kite. And, That's all, yeah. Oh just my a couple god. Of I think <laughs> it's they, just phenomenal. I, and and I hate that. Way stuff. off topic here, but that's okay. I believe they do a Michael Jackson one in Vegas. Oh, they might. Yeah, I don't know. And I think they tried an Elvis one that did not work. Yeah, I can't imagine are... either one of them working. Oh, I could see Michael Jackson working, but... Um, yeah, you visually? Think... Sure, why not? He's a very visual artist. I mean, I could see that working. Yeah, Thriller would make a great... Sure. I mean, he's a bunch of songs that you yeah. would, that people yeah, know, know and tap their toes and all that kind of stuff. I don't think they could do an hour and a half show like they no. do with the Beatles, but maybe a 50-minute no. show they could do. Yeah. The thing is... The only other one is really the Stones, The thing is, there aren't... Yeah, but... I mean, the Beatles bring in so many different, mm-hmm. brought in so many different sounds, like from all the different. Basically, they invented all the different pop rock sounds that are there, but all the classical sounds and the and the the you know Middle Eastern sounds right. and all of the different subjects that they that they brought in, the different stories that they tell, um, the way they went, sort of you know, um, I mean. <laughs> Is there any bigger difference in music between "She Loves You" and "Revolution Number no. 9? I mean, it, there, there, there's nobody that comes 
anywhere near that big a, yeah, that's <laughs> a fine. choice. That's fine. So if you're trying to visually represent something, um, I mean, it's so easy to pick some, pick out of that. Sure. When how could you? I mean. Michael Jackson, you got a handful of songs that would work, and then then what? I think it's the rest of the songs all kind of have the same beat. One. I mean, you could even go back to the Jackson Five, but that's neither here. Yeah, nor there. that's true. You could, but then, but all those songs all had the same. I mean, sure, they're very similar. Beat. I mean, they, the Beatles well, did not have that. They then that is diverse. Yeah. I'll give yeah. you that. Anyway, Led Zeppelin. Um, what so what else we got? <laughs> Sorry, Zeppelin's uh, a great choice because yeah. you could put together an hour and a half of songs of Zeppelin that are very strange and different from each other. Typhoon Lagoon would open its. It's going to open its new water slide attraction on March 12th. So by the time this oh, this uh, airs, uh, it might be open because March 12th is Sunday. Um, we already talked about it, but it is a first for a water attraction in Florida. As guests will be transported on a four-person raft through this slide, and the slide is actually going to be about two minutes from top to bottom, which is relatively lengthy for a slide. So it's going to be relatively big. It's going to have that audio animatronic parrot on. It's very elaborate for Typhoon Lagoon. And I find it still very much under the radar for an attraction that's opening in a couple of days. Nobody's talking about because it. Because it's Typhoon Lagoon. I know, but it's still, a, I think it's relatively a, a I don't. I can't big even attraction. figure out, without, without placing these things into your annual pass, which they don't anymore, no, unless you don't. buy the really expensive right. annual pass, who goes? place is crowded all the time i know because it's very small there's not you know the capacity on those things is difficult um it's doesn't surprise me it's not it's not well touted because nobody really cares about the water park stuff really don't like (laughs) i hate to tell you nobody cares what else all right let's let's i don't care one of the the bigger stories oh this is more of a rumor combined with an actual oh i love rumors okay disney will be constructing a scenic overlook over our glass lake dave what is our glass lake please tell me I was going to stump you on this one. Hourglass Lake. <laughs> Hourglass Lake. It's. Uh, I personally have never seen Hourglass Lake, if that's a hint. Hourglass Lake. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's the water Is separating it? Pop Century and Art of Animation. Oh. <laughs> I've never set foot in either Who one of those. Who would want places. a scenic overlook for that? Well, Dave, this is being. It's the rumor part is that this is going to actually be gondola station number one, as the gondola system um, may be coming to Disney, combining Epcot and this area, as well as Coronado Springs. Now, before, before, my, before Mike, I go on about how ridiculous I believe this rumor to be, explain to the folks who may not know what a gondola system okay, is. Okay, so for those of you who first hear that, it's gondo- gondola, actually. It's a Ooh. gondola system because there's a difference, apparently. Okay. A gondola is what you see in Venice. A gondola. Awesome. Exactly. A gondola is the one that goes up in the air and transports people almost like like a ski resort kind of thing. Right. Um, and it transports, it could be, you know, dozens of people in one Roosevelt one Island car. Ferry. Roosevelt Island Ferry is a good example. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to apparently be a new transportation system. That's the rumor. Between now, Art of right. Animation, between the newly expanded, a greatly expanded Coronado Springs Resort, which I'll talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. and then Epcot, as well as, I think, Hollywood Studios. So, the rumor is <laughs> that they're going to build an incredibly expensive... Well, what? Okay. It's, it's expensive. Incredibly expensive wow. and elaborate um, and not particularly... Speedy. Um, well, it depends on how many are actually going at any point in time. Sure, but not particularly speedy. Uh, transportation system from a value resort. Yeah, that's why I don't believe it. And a moderate resort. Well, to okay. two different um, parks. Parks. Now, if you were to tell me that they were going to build a gondola. <laughs> <laughs> between the new Four Seasons Resort that they just built, right? Right. Or even, um, let's say you wanted a gondola <laughs> from the Swan and the Dolphin right. to uh, the front of Epcot and then also to Disney's Hollywood Studio. I would, or I Disney would, Springs or something. 
but even the studios, because if right. you think of the, di- the distance there, it's small. Sure. And it wouldn't take much of one, and it certainly wouldn't take a huge construction permit and all that kind of stuff. I mean, this this seems on its face. Uh, listen, I know nothing about it. I have no information. It's just a rumor. It's just a rumor. It's a strong one, though. It's a, you and it, it is a strong lot, one. Yes. I hear it. You, yep. And I have heard it a lot. It seems, it seems like we're back to they're going to extend the monorail to X place, wherever you want to go, which right. was a strong rumor many times for years, years ago, yeah. you know, or it seems like we're going to build this country in Epcot. Sure. I mean, it, it just, it has that kind of feel where it, it's picking up steam, but it's all BS. It's all BS. It doesn't sound like it makes any sense. It, doesn't make, it also doesn't make sense from this point of view. They can't get the monorail right. And those people are 30 feet in the air. What's going to happen <laughs> when 150 people in a gondola are stranded, you know, you 75 like feet in the air or whatever it is? Oh, I agree. I mean, um, I, 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 I agree. <laughs> it could be a disaster. I agree. And I, and I just don't, in my head, I just can't picture why they would, who would think it's a good idea and for what reason? I mean, unless they have, the only- unless they have and we don't, we're not aware of this, a real busing issue. With those two resorts. Well, one of the issues is um, certainly there's a lot of people in the animation Pop Century one. There's a lot of people there. There's a lot of people there. And they are building, and one of the things we know for sure is they're building a 15-story Huge tower. Huge extension to Coronado. To Coronado yep. Springs. And it's already a big resort. Right. So this resort now is going to have a massive number of people so in it. So there you go. So maybe they need to relieve the transportation maybe. pressure. And maybe they figure this is cheaper in the long run than additional roads and a lot more buses. I don't know. Well, I can't it's certainly cheaper than, than than putting roads down. Certainly cheaper than than building a monorail. It's cheaper. It's got to be cheaper it, than a monorail. Also, the other, thing, the other thing that I have to bear in mind is I don't know the distances well enough. I mean, I kind of have an idea. They're pretty close. They're pretty close, but pretty I don't close. really know what it is. So, so like you're going from Epcot to Magic Kingdom. Right. So, But again, I'm not 100% sure. So, so, you know, if they're that close, it may not be that elaborate a system. You may be only talking about, you know, a few... 200 foot poles in the air. Yeah, I have no idea. But I, 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 Mike, it is going to be all believe. over Twitter the first time somebody gets stuck in it. Oh, it's going to be a disaster. It'll a total be fantastic. disaster. You got anything um, else? Uh, sure. Just We talked a little bit about the Coronado Springs expansion. Um, and also, Disney has recently opened up the Copper Creek Villas at Wilderness Lodge. Mm, that looks nice. Getting close. And the. The bar and uh, counter service there looks fantastic with um, right on the water um, over there. Um, but the rumor, another rumor, is that the Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, and while they have said that it's going to, there's going to be expansion and a redo of that resort, the rumor is having is that it's also going to have a giant tower um, of rooms. This one be, be about ten stories with about six hundred rooms, and this will be a DVC resort. Um, and you know the hot rumor that you hear, and Jim, even Jim Hill has been saying this for a while, is because of where Caribbean Beach is, you're basically right behind World Showcase. You build a big enough tower, you put a restaurant on top of that. You can see, you can oh, see, see illumination. So while you yeah. have wishes a contemporary, you'll now have yeah. uh, illuminations over at the Caribbean Beach. Man, they, I mean, the, the, those two kind of heavy expansions in, the, in those areas. It's just. Seems risky. I don't and know. One of the good rumors of the Caribbean Beach one is that they're going to redo the whole customs house area. They create more dining on they need the water. To they need to. They create more shopping, and they're going to yeah. get rid of the. You know how the in Caribbean Beach you have to the lobby is all by itself in a building off to the side. They're apparently going to get rid of that and put that into the yeah. main portion of the hotel. I've heard that too. The Caribbean Beach needs a facelift. For sure. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I I've always liked it, but it, but it's, but it's thirty years old now, or getting there, and, and needs to. I think it was mid eighties. Yeah, yeah, needs to, needs to go. Okay. Anything else? One more One thing, more. Dave. It's time to play. Oh God! America's favorite game. Do I need a pen? I don't know. Okay, I'll get one in. Here. This is called Celebration My at the Batman Top. Batman pen. That... Your Batman pen. Well, you Batman have way pen too many bat pens. I was just talking to a friend of mine about signals this at you. five minutes ago about how how much Batman stuff you got. I have a lot of Batman stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> um, celebration at the top. A new culinary experience is, mm. is, at, is currently at the California Grill. Oh, it's God. going to be there from February 26th to April 16th. It is a new offering that could be summed up with three words, Dave. Savor, sip, and sparkle. 
I didn't write that. Disney did. <laughs> As part of this experience, so guests will check into private rooms in the California Grill one hour prior to Magic Kingdom fireworks. There they will be able to enjoy bar offerings. They built rooms? Well, I think it's in within the California Grill, like private little areas. Not Okay. Um, which are included in the price, the bar offerings, as well as a variety of small plates, uh, sushi rolls, tapas, oh flatbreads. Oh, boy. Guests will have a great view of the Magic Kingdom Park and will mm-hmm. be able to enjoy the fireworks from their private observation deck. Cordials and desserts will be available after the fireworks show ends. Wow. So it's an hour before and a little bit after. Dave, guess how much that costs. By the way, complimentary valet parking is included in the price. I say $200. You are incorrect, Dave. $99 a person. Wow, that's not bad bad at all. all. Not at all. For California Grill, it's $99 a person to have an appetizer. Right. Well, if small plates, right. Sushi, flatbreads, you know, some Sushi, I mean, my God. It's not bad at all. That's good. I've played places where the sushi is more than $100 a person. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's go back to Pandora. Okay. Now, Mike, I have a question for you. Um, are these descriptions brand new? Uh, you know, I didn't check that. Okay. Uh, because you sent me descriptions mm-hmm. of the two rides. Right. And they sound kind of familiar. They're, they're very similar to if they're not brand if they're If they're new, they're barely new. Okay, so let's so so we could skip, them. We could skip those. Yeah. So what we wanted to talk about for sure is sort of we're in full Pandora mode now. This is reminding me a lot of Snow White's seven yes. coasters. Yes, like I knew you. I, I knew you were going to say get that. a video. But go ahead. So and and as Mike just alluded to, for every couple of weeks we have a video. And a couple of weeks ago we talked briefly about one that Joe Rody did. Mm-hmm. Um, which was not a whole lot to it, um, but now he's released another one of these public, what I call public rationalizations that Joe likes to do, uh, where justifications, he, yeah, justifications, <laughs> where uh, Joe and perhaps a few of the mouse executives all tell us how Pandora fits so seamlessly into the animal kingdom. He's done this many times yes. already, Mike. He's done even it, live. He's I've done seen, it live. He's done it on multiple videos, multiple interviews. I mean. This is just the latest in a group of these Do things. Do you ever wonder that once the camera cuts, he just sort of shakes his head and walks away? Or vomits into a little <laughs> bag that he has on there? Uh, no, I don't think okay. that. Uh, you think he's buying the BS? I do, I do. Uh, while there isn't much new in this particular <laughs> video, um, now you could see the video um, on the Disney Parks YouTube channel is the place to go and see it. Um there's not much here, but there's some interesting concept designs that Joe talks about, uh, and the audio on this particular um, video is really kind of interesting, and you get a lot of Joe and a lot of talking about the thing. So I thought what we would do is take a short break here and just play you that audio, and then when we come back, there isn't a whole lot to say about this particular video, but there lot. is a couple of things, but it, I, I still think as Animal Kingdom fans, there's a lot of Joe in this and a lot of his sort of... Um, uh, concept designs and the way he thinks about things and it's worth taking a listen to. So have a listen. In the last episode, uh, I was able to share with you the overall philosophy of Disney's Animal Kingdom and of Avatar. Today, I'd like to share with you the relationship between Pandora and the world of Earth. Well, Disney's present day Animal Kingdom has some core values, the value of nature, um, discovery through adventure, or giving back to the planet Earth. James Cameron's film Avatar carries those exact same principles. Everywhere at Disney's Animal Kingdom, we try to make the experience that you are having relate to experiences of the real world. It's not exactly a fantasy. It's more like a journey to another land. Our Africa is a real Africa. It's a village in Africa, Harambe. Asia, Expedition Everest are real places based on parts of Asia that exists, the Himalayas. In our Pandora, the story is about you, and that allows us to bring forward uh, this metaphor about the value of the land. So our guests come to Disney's Animal Kingdom, they have experiences, and uh, they do walking trails, they do these cool things that is essentially an adventure. It's exploring, it's discovering things, and we all know that when you do that, you grow as a person. 
and Pandora is going to be exactly the same. It's just going to be exploring a land that you've never seen before, and it's going to be incredible. Animal Kingdom is a park based on authenticity. We leverage the indigenous craft and skill of cultures all over the world to bring that level of detail back to Animal Kingdom. We did it in Expedition Everest. We're doing it on Pandora with all of the native Navi totemic um, pieces, the craftsmanship, the weaving. So we go to cultures and look at cultures that have weaving tradition in Indonesia, on Java, in Sumatra. There's a tremendous weaving culture. Rather than pieces looking as if we have fabricated them in a scenic shop somewhere, we leverage that inherent skill that these indigenous cultures have to produce product that is applicable for the Navi culture on Pandora. You know, when you're in Pandora, you get the opportunity to see how important nature is to the Navi. They really value conserving nature, and that's something that we epitomize here at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So wherever our guests do come across biological information, ecological information, scientific information in the world of Pandora, we want to make sure that that information is based on something real. So they walk away from Pandora with information they can apply to the real world of Earth. So we've taken the, you know, biological examples like real rainforests out in the Amazon and savannas in Africa, and we've taken the feeling you get when you walk through, and we've carried that over to Pandora to create a really accurate representation of what it would look like out there. Clearly we know from the films that the world of Pandora has been negatively influenced by this huge mining company and irresponsible mining practices. And you can see how that has impact on the environment. So the exciting thing about Pandora is all about how do we conserve this habitat and bring back habitat that's been disturbed by people. So there's a water purification project going on to try to re-clean the water and make sure that impurities are removed. There is research into the native species to make sure that the normal distribution of the animals that live in this area is restored, so the ecological balance is restored. It will feel as though you have been transported to another world, a really exciting world with living things all around you, and it's like taking your first walk in Africa or taking your first walk through the jungles of South America. It's going to be a very cool experience. In the next episode, we will share a more in-depth look into the world of Avatar. So there you go. Like I said, there's not. I don't really have a whole lot to talk about this. The only thing that was kind of cool in it is the uh, um, inclusion of a few specialists in the conservation world, right. which was kind of neat. But again, really, Mike, what we're doing here is what I talked about before you went to it. It's the uh, rationalization mode, the full justification mode. But you said you had a couple things. Just, you... a, just a couple of things. I mean, they talk about how uh, Joe went again in the field, which, you know, we all know he loves to do. When they did Everest, they went to Nepal. Oh, yeah. Oh, did Harambe. Loved. So here they went to places where they did a lot of basket weaving and all that kind of stuff. And he mentioned... Indonesia, Java, and Sumatra to go out into mm -hmm. the, the real world and see how these cultures kind of incorporate that kind of art into their everyday lives and kind of reflect that in uh, Navi. Again, trying to be real but fictional at the same time. Right. And by the same token, they talked about how uh, they wanted to make sure how they showed how the mining projects right. from the original movie uh, caused problems in the natural world. And you'll see evidence of like a water purification project going on. You'll see evidence of people studying the populations in the wild to see how they've been affected by right. the war and the mining and stuff right. like that. So some of that was relatively interesting, but I, I don't, that's all. I don't want to berate the point too much, but because it's, um, you know, everybody gets it by now. But, you know, from the beginning, it was really up to the Imagineers to figure out how to make this sure. work. And it's not just to make themselves sleep at night better. Um, it's also because they have to be able to tell the story and weave the story into, um, you know, the animal kingdom, and that because that's part of what Imagineering does well, with, every, with everything they do. Park. It's a theme park, and they created that concept, and the concept has to do with that. So, um, you know, I get it. And I think they're doing a good job with that. As best um, as they can, sure. As best as they can. And I think they've done a better job with integrating into the park at this point, from what we know, than I would have expected. And that brings us to the next sure. 
set of videos, right. which I'm not going to play the audio for because these are really visual videos. Yes, I they mean, are. There's not, you know, oh, the talking in this is mostly blah, 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 you know, yada, yada, yada stuff. And um, But what I would do tell you to do is um, pause here <laughs> and go watch two videos in particular. Um, anyone who watches TV will know that the mouse is now like in their full Pandora marketing mode. It's really everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been, you know, w- so you're going to get a lot of stuff on there. Um, there's been uh, ad, a, a huge ad buy across all these channels. But just this past week, um, the mouse kind of took over ABC, which is... Mm-hmm their want to do um, and did a real promotional push I think only on one day um, apparently this chewing show had something on there as well it might have been more than one day might um, have been a couple of days but maybe okay. uh, but there was also things on Good Morning America mm-hmm. and then there was something on The View and this was just a couple of days ago from when we're recording so we're probably talking somewhere around the 7th I think around March 7th or so is when they did it um, did so you, Google those you'll you fi- watch The View did I watch the view? Yeah, I watched the video of the view. You didn't watch the entire show. I did. No, not the entire show. <laughs> However, I di- I was scrolling through the show. This is how I learned to go okay. and find this. All right. Um, because I'm scrolling through the show and you see that. You, you, I mean, it's it's shocking to see the tree of life behind a set of people talking. Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> and whoever else is on that. Yeah, show. you know, know it's Whoopi. It was uh, the only the only people I recognized was Whoopi Goldberg and. Um, the girl who plays Alex from Modern Family. <laughs> oh, she, she's on that show? She, no, she was being interviewed. Oh, oh, oh. And so uh, I watched that for a few minutes, hoping something like this would come on. And I, I think I probably missed it because I got halfway through. Um, but I left <laughs> it on as I was walking around the house and doing my stuff uh, to see if it would happen. I did torture myself more than I really wanted to by watching that show. It's a difficult show to watch. I've never seen more than 37 seconds of it's it. It's a difficult show to watch. There's a lot of... I mean, if you're like me and you don't know what they're talking about, there's no reason to watch it. But anyway, um, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg's on there. Uh, so on the view, first, first on the uh, on the view one, you get uh, James Cameron giving Whoopi Goldberg sort of a tour mm-hmm. um, of what looks like an, an, a nearly completed land. It does, and um, he answered some questions as well. Nothing really. So a lot of this is so wonderful, and look how great that is. Get a good um, look at it, though. Yeah. And then earlier in the day, there was also like a four-minute news segment on Good Morning America. Um, I can't remember the name of the girl who did the news segment, but it. she was joined by Joe Rohde. Um, who's the guy? John Landau. Mark, John Landau? I'm almost positive it's John Landau. From, yeah, the, 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 the producer. Of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that one actually, both of these videos... Uh, like I said, go watch it. But if you're if you're unable to, both of the videos show just an enormous amount of the land itself, yes. and both day and night. Yep, both day and night. Um, and only a little taste at night, though. A little taste at night, but you right. get some good close-ups of some of the plant taste. life. You know, but when, no, you don't get a full-blown. When I'm looking at when I, when I I wrote down four or five things that I wanted as I'm watching it sure. that I wanted to point out, and that was one of them. Leads me to believe that that might be what they're working on now. Could be, you know. but you do get a look at some of the paths that, that were all lit up okay, with different colors yep. and yep. things like that. So go so go and watch both of these. Um, the Whoopi Goldberg one gives you a uh, really. <laughs> I mean, let me say this. Spoilers. Yes. Okay. Spoilers galore. If you don't want to know anything about the video, about the the, the Avatar ride. Land, the boat ride, mm. the, the Banshee ride, don't watch these videos well, because you're getting so much here. This is what Mike was talking about before as far as reminding him of the Snow White buildup, yeah, right? I mean, you're absolutely. just getting so much given to you here. Now. I didn't think you get too much of the Banshee thing. No, no, no. That they're holding. The boat yeah. ride you got a lot a of. A lot. Whoopi and James are sitting on that boat ride for a good couple of minutes. And they're you on see the boat. Real, you, you hear the singing mix of you hear the singing you see all the glowing plants you see some of the animals which are right. obviously screens yeah you see some animals real. yep i know um there's going to be an obvious mix of that much like you have in dinosaur now with those right. new things of the screens mm-hmm. um so you do get a very good look at the boat ride right an excellent look at the boat ride and i do want to talk about the landscape for a couple of minutes though okay so back. so um what i wanted to talk about sure go ahead 
landscape wise it was two things um and then you go off on your on this um the two things that that stuck out to me really was the waterfalls that's one of the things i wrote which down. just looks amazing amazing i mean it looks really beautiful fantastic um and the the paths the walkways mm-hmm. Look like Animal Kingdom. Yep, very much, very much. It Don't looks you think? like you're walking through the oasis. On yeah, I mean they've done a very Except good an job. Alien oasis. Um, the one other thing I really want to talk about, and and you see they they talk about how they use real plants and fake plants, so you can see a lot of ferns and things like that. But right. whatever. The floating mountains, <laughs> they don't look like floating mountains to me. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I have to see them in person. Yeah, you have to see whether or not they can get the perspective I looking see, right. It, it looks like. You can tell that those vines are what's holding the damn things up. You could tell. I mean, it doesn't. They right. don't look floating to me. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. So at least from the video perspective, I think they failed on the. You're going to be walking under floating mountains. Thing. Right, and I think from the, from from every perspective mm-hmm. that I've been able to see of it live, of it since it's been built. Because you can see the mountains sure, as you come in is the same the same. Yeah, problem. it's right. unimp- it's it, I shouldn't say unimpressive. It's cool looking. But when they advertised it as you're going to feel like you're walking, walking under a floating mountain, it I does not. That I, agree, I agree 100%. With but every, that. but it's beautiful. The landscaping's yeah. great. The waterfalls, like you said, are waterfalls fantastic. Waterfalls are amazing. Yes. It looks beautiful. Um, I, I, the thing that, the other thing about not just the walkways, I, and I, I, the word I'm trying to find, the whole surrounding. I mean, you just look like you're walking through the animal kingdom. Mm-hmm. So there was a couple of scenes there. Um, especially in the Good Morning America thing with Landau, mm-hmm. where the reporter was walking with him through what I thought was the oasis. Yeah, it looks good. Um, and and said it, you know, then you could see there's some blue things in the back and some different colored stuff. And then you're like, oh, that's not the oasis. The other thing about the landscaping, I guess, for lack of a better term, um, is when uh, uh, Cameron and Whoopi walk into the land. I don't know if you noticed this, but they almost walk through like a little cave and yep. come out. I wonder, yeah, if I wonder what that is. Pulling that off. Are doing that because that's what you get with the oasis. You're supposed to walk right. through the cave, and then ooh, there's the tree of life. Right. I wonder if they're trying to do a similar thing. Wouldn't surprise with me. that. Yeah, it was, that seemed kind of cool. I don't know how re- how real how that is really going to work, but it looked it looked pretty awesome. But Land- Landau made a neat little point. Um, he said that it, he felt like it was the first time he had ever walked through the film because the film is completely animated. A green screen. It's all animated. Right. E- cool. Everything you see, the whole, you know, the Rhodey is bringing to life. A film <laughs> that's he also it's animated. It's he like he's bringing together a cartoon. He also mentioned he's bringing the uh, actors and directors to Florida to sort of immerse themselves in the land. He mentioned that in the one thing. I'm not, I'm not sure how true that is, but that's what he or said. Why? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Um, the other weird thing well, we could talk about this at the end was what Cameron Cameron basically gives away. The plot. He spoils every film. Of all four movies. And if you think about it, the story behind... So what Mike is talking about, and again, (laughs) this is a crazy spoiler. What Cameron tells you is that you have the Avatar film. The timeline is you have the Avatar film. Then you have these next 47 films that he's going to do, all on Avatar. I forget how many it is. Four. Four films he can do in Avatar. I doubt if he gets past two. Right. And that the next thing in the timeline is this land that takes place 20 years later. And what he says is... (laughs) After the Navi have won this conflict, right? After the Navi have won, essentially won and are trying and have taken to, their planet back over, right? And are working with humans to show them the value of nature, right? That's so he tells you how Avatar Five ends. how this is all going to end. <laughs> Not that we couldn't have guessed that. Let's no, be honest. I understand, but, <laughs> but it's a weird thing to say. It is very. I thought it was very odd when I was watching yeah. it. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? And it's a weird timeline to use when you consider. They didn't need to put in a timeline at all. Like they, you know, well, they have already said it takes place a hundred years after the last Avatar. So now you know, that. right? So now you know. But now you know. But they did, they certainly didn't have to tell you how the movies ended, right? Which is what he did. Fascinating. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, folks, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hope you didn't hear that for the first time just now. Um, is there anything else that stuck out to you about it? Um, a little, they show a little bit of the queue for the flight of passage. Oh, you did mention queues. Yeah, I don't even remember that. Yeah, they show them walking. They show them being scanned to get their own banshee. 
Right, and then you also wanted to talk about the... Well, you see them on the Banshees right. themselves, and they look like stationary bikes. They don't look right. like actual Banshees to me. Right. And they're lined up, and I mean, I think they would have had to have done this just for capacity reasons. They're, they're lined, lined up, up in a row. Right. So just imagine... And they look like one person's right next to the right, next person. 30 yeah. stationary bikes lined up in a row. Right. That's what we're talking about. Now, I don't know how they're going to make you think that's a Banshee visually. I guess through the glasses? The glasses? I, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. We'll Does see. it look like it on, on that? I mean, maybe no. they're going to dress them up in the next month or so, but it doesn't look like yeah. Banshees from that picture. Because you're in, and they're also like surrounded by a, a saddle, for lack of a better yeah, term, well, is yeah, what it looks like. to be, yeah. But. Um, right, but that's not what the Banshees have in the film. No. <laughs> so, um, it doesn't look anything yeah, like it. Yeah, it'd be strange to see how that works out. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I really do recommend you go see it. I, Mike, I, I think that it altogether was good marketing. I mean, I agree. If you're on the fence about it, just the aesthetics of the land itself look I mean, some of the best things they've ever done. I, I think uh, if you're like one of these Disney huge Disney kind of fans purist. and you have no interest in another simulator and all that kind of stuff, right. you'll at least enjoy walking through the land and riding the boat. Right, because you're getting that immersion thing. Right, I it looks like in this than you have that. in anything else. Yeah. Well, there you go. Take a look. Tell us what you think. Don't forget if you have any questions or comments. We need your questions for our next show. Uh, you certainly email us at jomboeveryone at gmail Find us on Twitter. Mike is at Jumbo Everyone. I am at Radio Harambe. Yes, lots of questions. Occasionally, we don't like to work. We don't like to work. And Much easier I, just to answer questions. I do actually enjoy answering the questions because <laughs> it's it does make us, uh, you know, what, if nothing else, it makes us realize what people are thinking about when it comes to the animal kingdom. You know, I will tell you, and, so and far, I think that's cool. So far, I put it out there, and we got about twenty something questions. Yeah, we need more. Hey, we need more. But so we can do multiple shows. We could, uh, but I got a lot of you know, what's Avatar going to? Yeah, that's going to be on everybody's mind. Um, but very little rivers of light. I got one very interesting Rivers of Light question. Cool. But, you know, a couple of, like, kind of-ish Rivers yeah. of Light, more in the grand scheme of things, Rivers yep. of Light, but yep. very little questions about it. People like to talk about rumors and things like that. Yeah, that's, that's what, what they want to know what's going to happen yeah. after Avatar and, yep. what's, you know, what's the deal with Avatar. All right, so work? stay tuned for that. Uh, don't forget to send us in your questions, everyone at gmail.com or via Twitter for sure. Uh, I guess that's it. So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Kwa kuwa kwa melako na kungu na utuku